Hello and welcome to the State of Legacy podcast. My name is Espy and I'm here with David Chikowski and Sydney. I'm not going to say my last name, but we have a special guest today. Would you like to introduce himself? My name is Anthony, or better known as Ramathon of Magical Mind Team. Oh yeah, grinder on Magical Mind Team. Watch out for this guy, Agmoda. He will fucking crush you. So anyways, we got our buddy Tony here. Um, and obviously, like this cast, I think is uh, themed, uh, and the theme is Eternal Weekend. Oh yeah, great, this great weekend. Good so weekend. good weekend to magic. We needed one of these, right? Absolutely. So obviously, our guest Tony, he's a Arizona veteran, uh, legacy player, magic player extraordinaire. Uh, but I think Drake extraordinaire. Drake extraordinaire. Totally, totally, totally. Actually, you know what? Before we get into it. Why don't you introduce yourself, talk about yourself, and a little bit about the type of decks you like to play. Okay, okay. so I started playing when Urza's Legacy came out and Urza's Saga was out. Right at the end of Ice Age, I started, the deck I started with was the Talarian Academy, uh, just Urza, uh, Grim Monolith, just nonsense, and right before it got banned, and it just spiraled out of control since then. Just doing that kind of nonsense play. Uh, we played Enchantress for a good bit of time in Legacy. Uh, as far as my career in Magic, we've gone from a lot of limited... I play a lot of limited. I'm very good at drafting and sealed. Uh, I used to play standard a lot, and I would go around to moderate, whatever was competitive. Uh, but now we've just kind of settled on Legacy and sealed. Uh, Legacy is the format to play to anybody who... Uh, doesn't want to play any of these new formats. Yeah, and whoever's listening, that's why it's called the State of Legacy Podcast, and that's why you're on here. So we've just grown yeah. into a better player, a.k.a. a legacy player, which is why we're here today. So I, I will touch on that, though. You've made a lot of... You've won a lot of PT, PPTQs, PPTQs, like limited, right? Yes, I've won limited PPTQs. Then uh, I, I fail my wind and ends, usually, to a PTQ. Uh, mainly because our PTQ here is in California... And it very frequently is at the one where there's a bar attached to it, and I drink throughout the tournament between rounds. It helps so you for around like three, four. Yeah, but then around when six and eight happen, <laughs> the, 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 I'm, I'm a little tipsy at the time. I usually make a failure. I have a great weekend, but yeah. it doesn't help me with my, you know, progressing through my pro tour. Yeah, yeah. close those wins out. Absolutely. Had some so, decent deep GP finishes. Yeah. I mean, I won't forget you shutting me out of, like, a top four with your Apple Jacks. Oh, man. It was so great. So great. I'll never forget that. I'm a very popular second place finisher here in Arizona. <laughs> uh, getting second place in all of our tournaments. Again, usually, yeah. usually drinking midday to do that full tournament. Didn't you get ninth place three times? Very frequently here. Very Last frequently. Year? With just tiebreakers. Yeah. Ooh, just crushing me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the fun. Legacy Series last year you got ninth place like three times. Yeah. It's been great. It's I think and I think you drew into the ninth place oh, too. Right? That was the worst. <laughs> I'm right, everybody's just like your time breakers great, your time breakers are great. Just draw and you're good. Oh, oh, oh. Hey, everybody. Ninth place. Hey everyone here. Okay, okay. So the so to put it a few words, Tony, you're a degenerate magic player that's also good at draft and limited. Who drinks a lot. Who drinks a lot? I love gambling. I just not worry about the a lot of our GPs are in Vegas. <laughs> okay, so okay, so that brings up a good point though. Like, as someone that likes to gamble, do you think gamblers are more prone to play combo decks? Whoa. Yes, hundred uh, percent. Reanimator, I've gone to, I've played that. I play the Echo Echo card. You just gotta randomly draw seven sometimes at work. And uh, if I just hit this one card, I win. 
Please top a deck. Let's turn one blood, turn zero blood moon to a deck. I don't know. If there's no force will, it's good. <laughs> okay. Yes. yes, I love the gamble. So yeah, I, I think that there is some correlation there yes. with like the gambler uh, persona or mentality with combo decks, right? Because it's like I just need this one card and I just wait. It pays. It's a payoff, right? It's healthy for the format, though. Without that, we'd just be grinding Oakles. Yeah, we're mirrors all day. It's boring. Wow. Yeah, I don't so, think I've ever seen like Tony not play a combo deck. Um, I don't know. What is the fairest deck I've ever? Have I ever seen you play Death and Taxes? The fairest deck I've probably played uh, would debatably be a Learn, because a Learn for a lot of its wins will just attack you with Cavern yeah. RPs and Death Strict and Parasite Strict stuff like that, and you just kind of whittle a person down for a lot of games and also Food Chain. Two chain wins a lot by just sitting there attacking with mythology griffins. Mm-hmm. Just a lot of your games because, but they're also very combo simple. Yeah, combo. Yeah. The, so my opinion <laughs> yeah, of mythology griffin, like yeah, like mythology griffin. Yeah, any type of like game that you can play that has a clock, but it has an oops I win. Just an oops I win in the deck. It's good. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. Oops I win is a combo deck. I've lost. But, but, <laughs> but you have alternate ways. Of but if your combo is putting a bunch of three threes into play from exile, like it's not that much of a combo because like I've lost a food chain with dark depths because like they just keep putting Miss Hollow to the block it all the time. <laughs> like, this, this is not fun, but uh, anyways, uh, before we delve into our agenda for the day, like how is everyone doing? What are you guys up to? What's new with you guys? Uh, we'll start with Sydney. Uh, new, uh, finished selling the house. Bought some guy cigars here we get before the cast. Enjoyed a couple of drinks. Thank you. Uh, we had mm-hmm. some great food that David provided. Pierogi. Pierogi. Yeah. The first time I ever had them. The so we had we Ooh. had pierogies, Coronas, Pierogi. and then Polish beers. Yes. And, then, and then we had some whiskey to wash it all down. So I think we like we're very broad in our demographic. We will all be sick <laughs> probably in like three hours here. We'll, we'll find out. We'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> um. It, like outside, we're, we'll wait for a total weekend recaps. But like any other mega lazy or magic that you've been playing? No, we just uh, had a great time playing Eternal Weekend. We'll dive into it deeper in the cast. But other than that, there's no real new developments in my life. How about you guys? Uh, for me, uh, I kind of David speaking. Uh, for me, I kind of fucked up my finger uh, during the remodeling of my house. <laughs> uh, if you yeah, yeah, if you're getting rid of scrap metal, wear gloves. That's that's my tip for you guys. Just wear gloves if you're doing some demo work. It would help your hand a lot. You'd not have a whole week of just having a fucked up thing. But what's great is that like a few weeks prior or a month prior, SP fucked up his right pinky toe. Or no, pink, no, pink, 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 his pinky, his pinky. Yeah. And uh, David then fucked up his right pinky. And I fucked up my right pinky like a year ago on a motorcycle accident. So like we all got deformed little pinkies now. But with that motorcycle, <laughs> yeah, hair. That is That's what uh, binds us. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it does. So it's gonna be a, a new thing. Everybody who joins the cast is gonna have a fuck. All right, guys, you must cut your finger in half. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be on. No, no, we're not gonna do it. It's just the, the cosmos and the fates are gonna align. You need to show up with a little bandage on your pinky. It's too late to leave now. It's too late to leave. We're already alive. We're putting that evil on you, Ricky Bobby. We're putting that evil on you. Um, so outside of myself uh, bestowing my little pinky cage to David tonight. <laughs> Thanks for the transfer. So that he could heal properly with his deformed and uh, 
destroy <laughs> fucking Pinky now. He's like fucking maimed Pinky. Uh, but no, like uh, I, I played a little bit of Lacey. Um, we'll, we'll we'll get into it when we talk about the Eternal Weekend recap. But I am a big fan of the Urza deck, the Urza combo deck. I'm uh, really falling in love with that archetype. So I, I didn't I, I did not play it at all during the Eternal Weekend. I played all three events. I did terrible in two, did all right in one, but uh, outside of that, I've been playing the Urza combo deck, and I think it's a great deck, and I can't wait to play it in paper. Um, however, Wizards has said that we cannot have sanctioned magic until January, which sucks. And okay, so let me. I know we're gonna. This what happened during the depression, right? We just had underground drinking. Speakeasies. Speakeasies. Yeah, we're having easy magic. <laughs> well, we're not gonna do that because okay, we want to abide by the law of yeah, Wizards. But, but if you speak easy. I will I will pose this question, gentlemen. Bars are open. So Wizards True. of the Coast has Arena, which is thriving, and Moto, which it's is one digital, of all, all digital games. All video games are pretty much thriving, open. right? Yeah. So not developing, but playing. It, it, is yeah. there a conspiracy where Wizards doesn't want to open up sanctioned play? Because like here here's the deal, guys. If we start playing paper again, does Wizards make as much money? As they would if it was just digital, right? So, like, at what point in this pandemic? And I, hey, I take it all serious. I wear my mask. I, uh, I sanitize. Like, I, I fully believe and embrace there is a pandemic in place. But is Wizards using this to profit in the sense that if they continue to push organized play back and back and back, they're going to continue to make more money with their online and digital? formats because they uh, okay look if we all go to amazing discoveries gilbert or player draw in avondale both great shops if we go to play how much does wizards make of that when we have 30 legacy players there playing fnm well they made as much as they did before covid because they've already sold them the packs of cards <laughs> to the store sure but they don't care about your tournament it, play but if we have to play the online play, the tournament play is just reporting of active players it's nothing which but, but if we have to play online was revenue not Given to Wizards directly, yeah. Now it is revenue given directly to Wizards. Because I have to play, my, I have to get my right. legacy, fi- legacy fix online playing leagues, paying Wizards. So, legacies or Magic has been around since nineties, ninety three, nineties. The Donna time. We'll just call it the Donna time. time. <laughs> the, Donna, the Donna time. The millennials, millennials soon became millennial. In any case, uh, we've had Paper Magic. People love Paper Magic. There's going to always be Paper Magic. We're following, this is basically the lore when Black, when Magic was kind of at its lull, where it was really low. And it'll bounce back as soon as this is done. And Paper Magic will come back. We will have to, unfortunately, suffer through it. Wizards is making money on Paper Magic by still printing cards. I mean, we just had a, an FTV uh, Carl. Uh, and uh, <laughs> it's, uh, not, not FTV. FTV. Sorry, we got rid of FTV. So we just had a <laughs> secret layer. Secret layer. Or Car- uh, not back. even Carl. Come on, Carl. Carl. That should have been a flavor text, by the way. Carl. Just write the bottom of the card. Uh, but in any case, we had that. We they, they can clearly print paper cards, and people were buying them. So we can't get. They're never going to get rid of paper. And in all intents and purposes, all they've already sold the products to the stores. They just need stores to stay alive through this so they continue selling cards. Yeah, I agree with Tony. And like they're they're so they they're making they, they don't want to open side. competitive play because they can't they don't want to promote being the first store that well they literally play competitive play and, and now we got infected uh, we now we got COVID because they opened up play. Yeah, they don't want they don't want that. They're waiting 
they do the smart thing and waiting for there to be an answer. Well, my, my, my question is, though, like... They managed to hit. Why so should they, they even have a stance on it? Why And also, why would they even open up organized play with the amount of money they're making hand over fist with online play? Because it's more money. Right. I think Wizards just... It's paper money. That's literally just more money. It's just more money. Wizards uh-huh. doesn't want to get... Be in the headlines as like oh yes. this. They don't want the negative. The game can't doesn't want the negative publicity yeah. of causing it. Because we're uh, Wizards of the Coast and Magic the Gathering is one of the few games where people need to gather to play, sure. and all of a sudden we have a spike and these Magic players start getting sick. Now all of a sudden some news outlet gets it, and now this fringe kind you're of hurting gameplay. Yeah. You're hurting you're the local store. You're hurting the You're hurting the car. Yeah, game. also like, oh, kids playing Magic the yeah. Gathering have spiked into, like, yeah. the Wizards of the But Coast I mean, is isn't not... Magic, like, the most hygienic? Like, I mean, I think, like, when <laughs> I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone in my store smells like that. They're just all roses. Yeah. When I think yeah. of the Mag- Wizards player base, I think of safety. <laughs> yes. Uh, hygienics. And, like... Two checks. Two checks. Uh, thought, thoughtfulness of others, like, yeah. like just third, like, third. Uh, pro- professional on time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so yeah. yeah. Maybe so we've had never had an FNM fire late. Yeah, ever. I, I've never. never. Everyone's prompt yeah. and Everybody probably on time. Uh, so anyway, anyways, I guess that like we we can we went on a tangent on my update, but like, so Tony, what are you up to? Uh, so I myself have recently just been playing a bunch of video games. Uh, nice. If not Magic the Gathering, just a random MMO called Albion Online, uh, and I just grind eco- economics. But it's been great. Uh, but Magic will be my forever game. Uh, I can never not play Magic. Uh, I played my Golden yeah. Ticket. Play a bunch of janky decks that I would never play because I don't own a Magic Online or I don't have a all the cards. I played. Well, you you, you I, did. I built. I built a. I built a Battle of Wits deck. And <laughs> uh, played just all the all the best cards that were in the format. It's like ah, oh, what's popular right now? All, all the cards in the deck. Except uh, all the good cards. Except, except he, he like limits it to like nineteen uh, two thousand eighteen through two thousand. Yeah, it's two basically, basically Dominator plus, and then I forgot all the old cards, uh, and uh, missed a couple. But anyways, uh, I did beat a uh, a Delver. A you won Delver a game. Then. I, beat I beat SP here on a Tamir Delver between rounds. You uh, know, I didn't have any trap rounds in my deck. Mm. But oh <laughs> that God. was the, that was just an error deck building. That wasn't even like a, a strategic thing. That was just an error deck building. Um, but yeah, it was great. We just built. I built. I, mean, I had like 18, 20 decks on the fly that we were just like, all right, click between rounds. And we just playing magic. I played leagues all week. Practice. Well, I didn't practice for this that much because I kind of went deck to deck. Like, what should I play this Saturday for the, the tournament? So uh, yeah, I just played a shit ton. It was, it was great. Magic the Gathering is great. This going past. Yeah, we can, we'll, come, we'll come back to that later. But yeah, it was fucking awesome. Yeah, it was, it was a great week of magic. No, Definitely. yeah, and like leading into that, like so, like we had Eternal Weekend last weekend, and all of us, everyone in this room, like we're physically in the same room. We are six feet apart. We have face masks on, and we have shields on. My face shields on, so like we're totally uh, abiding by all like safety uh, regulations. But like we've all been to Eternal Weekends in paper, right? Like, we've all played oh, I in. It. I miss it. I'm sorry for Car Titan. I loved all your tournaments. When yeah, we like, hope you get it back. Oh man! Once this is over, we've got a lot of Eternal Weekend veterans here, right? Like we played like three or four yeah, or five yeah. of them. Like, yeah. Oh, Sydney played Honestly, one, and he, he didn't like, say anything. But you said he pointed one because he was Sid, sad Sid, about it. Well, but hey, you know, <laughs> I, I, I remember Sydney played one, and he got like twenty third place. Yeah, yeah, you did really oh, good. You killed it. I remember that. Well, I played in the Legacy, which I got twenty third, and then I played in the. Was Disney. it twenty third? Yeah. 
Nice. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like remembering his birthday. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So then, and then I played in the vintage with a budget like uh, white weenie. I call it the Trailer Park Boys. I remember that. Yeah. No. And also, when else are you gonna get like a, a the trios of old school vintage and legacy? Yeah. Best trios tournament I've ever seen. Yeah, but I, I will agree that like with this new Eternal Weekend and the fact that we could do it online, it really opened up the doors for other ma- like legacy. Or new to legacy players because you didn't have to travel. Like uh, travel was a big part of me not going to the other eternal weekends. It's a huge cost. Should be why you want to go though. As if it was in nice locations. I'm sorry. Hey, Pittsburgh's Whoa. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Pittsburgh. Are you talking about home of the Pittsburgh Steelers? <laughs> oh my god. The, the third Whoa. best team. You talking about the third best team in the NFL division? Destination locations. Pittsburgh is not. Underneath the Ravens, underneath the Browns. Pittsburgh has some good food. We had great food. Good beer. We did have some good wings. Well, some good wings. Uh, yeah. Are you talking about New York? Huh? Are you talking about New York? No, no, no. Well, we had some good wings in Pittsburgh. We went to that one. Uh, I don't know where it was, but we drove. We drove. We took an Uber, like, uh, like across something. I went to a hookah bar out there too. That was pretty good too. Oh, hookah bar. Yeah, yeah. Pittsburgh. Yeah, that was that wasn't a term. Uh, they they hundred percent just yeah. let drinks in there. By the way, I don't know. They, they, Definitely wasn't like on the on the up and up because like we literally had people just coming in with like bottles of liquor and stuff. It, it was it was it was awesome, but it was definitely on the up and up. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> since we are Arizona players, it, it is kind of hard to travel across the country and pay hundreds of dollars to go to Pittsburgh. These destination locations that you guys are saying, I will say that there's not a lot of West Coast. Yeah. I will say that there's not a lot yeah. of West Coast. We used to have Seattle, but Seattle, I think we lost Seattle. As no, we had it Seattle like two years ago. But we lost it. They, they, don't do it. they don't do it anymore. Well, they just did the legacy. Yeah. Part. So, like, we, that's, we lost it. So, we lost it. <laughs> so, we lost it. So, we have no West Coast legacy anymore. And I think the very last one was, like, was Niagara Falls. They should implement yeah. Yeah. an insane Vegas every year. Yeah. Well, they used to do that double yeah. or triple. Vegas tournament is the best. Yeah. If if Vegas, Vegas tournament should be. If you've never been to a legacy GP or any GP in Vegas. Change your itinerary. Yeah. I would, make sure it's in it. If, yeah, I would go to that every year if it was in Vegas, because like at least then there's other things to do. Yeah, give us one Vegas, the whole West Coast will be fine. Well, I think that's the deal. They want they do a Vegas every year, and that's like the big hurrah. But they it, didn't I mean, do legacy uh, last year. Well, 19. this year's got canceled. Uh, yeah, Nineteen year, though. Yeah, you're right. Uh, we just played side events. Yeah, we well, still we still win. Yeah, yeah and we played side events. And obviously, and that's but like it would be cool. Even if it's not a main event, give us a 5K. Yeah, yeah they should have a, they a should 5K have, side event. Yeah, they should have tournaments where like hey, the latest the the Vegas GP they, they do like every tournament has they every, can, every format has one. They can yeah. have these same paintings right there just on display at the in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Sign up for this tournament, win this painting, first yeah. place. Oh, I would sign up. Heartbeat. Heartbeat. Second place gets nothing. Yep. 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 I yeah. would play. Yeah. I was, 100%. 100%. <laughs> so so back to Sydney. So Sydney played one Eternal Weekend and he got twenty third place, which is fucking solid. Well, it, and he was playing a weird ass Jank brew. Too. No, it was it was Blue Red Devil, bro. Jank but it was Delver. it was Jank a weird Delver. brew. It, yeah. it was a weird brew. Yeah, it had. Main, I know it was. It had main board baby J's. Yeah, which yeah. in the time of Blue Red, you were not a Blue Red. <laughs> well, Delver. this was like post like banning of Treasure Cruise, and I wanted to keep it alive. So like. Main deck place of progress when like uh, Eldrazi was a menace and was able to like blood moon him out and then like able to price him out and then like flash it back with baby Jace. It was it was a great deck. Uh, it's, it's I don't think it's viable in this meta, but uh, yeah, I, I hope that when uh, in 
in-person paper opens up, like we can start doing some more eternal weekends in like destination, real destination locations like Vegas. New York would be cool. San Diego is always awesome. Seattle's even great. Wonder if the Stack Exchange will come back. Uh, I don't know if that will happen. There's a but vintage, they did do an online. Vintage, vintage they did only do, though. I know, but they did do an online. But regardless, like I think uh, Cartite did a great thing with like oh, yeah. uh, partnering up with Wizards and doing this. The God account for uh, a I hope week. they didn't get shorted out in the deal, like that he can keep doing it next year. When we go back to Paper Magic, yeah. it's not like Wizards kind of took over. I yeah. hope they didn't take control of this. I hope that like a lot of new players got a taste of Legacy. Yes, yes. And that's the yeah. thing. We reintroduce, like, get a, a whole bunch of new players, and now they have a year to build their Legacy collection, buy into it, because they have. They're not buying you gotta work into that with duels. You gotta yeah. work into the duels. Well, and then they're not buying standard packs because they're <laughs> not going to do their F and M, so they can invest in the duel or whatever deck they want to go into. So when they do open it up, we have a new crop of players that have a destination to go to to play. Regardless of that, how did we all do in this eternal weekend? Well, well hold on. You brought up a good point. So, well, we don't talk about standard. Because that is taboo, but like, <laughs> um, I would, blasphemy. I, I would say like, right, like, as players and collectors, like we all like by default we play paper, right? Mm-hmm. So like, how does like the recent like reoccurring bannings of cards in standard influence a player's like behavior, right? Like. If I was a standard player and I'm like, I'm going to build this deck because it's the best deck and I want to win, and then my top card gets banned, like, are we, is Wizards not influencing players into playing Eternal formats, right? Like, I almost feel like that's the case, right? Like, I I read somewhere or heard somewhere that like 70% of all standard bannings happened in the last two years. Yeah, I think it is a bunch of, I don't know, we'll call it, I don't know, never well, I think it's just a bunch of people being sensitive about it, because... For a fresh format to stay to stay competitive, things will need to change. You can't hinder card design. You, card design will always keep evolving, so there's always going to be bigger and better cards. It's just the way it's been over the years. Cards have just naturally gotten better. Hold on, hold on, hold on. But, uh, let me finish my point. Let me finish my point. But so we, we're going into a standard. The standard cards keep getting banned because they're good. It's going to happen. People need to accept that cards are going to be at this quality when we get to this point, and to keep the format fresh and competitive. Cards will need to be banned. All right, and that that should translate into other formats as well more often, like modern and legacy because they've had problems yeah. as well. And that's what I'm saying. Like so, like when they uh, a few weeks ago when they banned uh, Uro in standard, I think right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, uh, they banned and recently, Uro. And recently, Omnath. Well, hold yeah. on, let me okay, get to okay, that. Okay, okay, like, they banned yeah. Uro, and it's like cool. Omnath is safe. I'm gonna buy some Omnaths. And then Nobody the, thought Omnath was safe. Nobody and then Omnath a week later, they banned Omnath. No one thought Omnath was safe. Okay, but like I'm, I'm just saying, right? Like it, it, it is. I think it, it, it's a fucking sign of a, like a very unhealthy format, where like, and I mean, if you think about it, like in standard, you have Lotus Cobra, you have, uh, well, so standard is notoriously the cheaper of all the formats, and it's supposed to be. Used because to, all the cards are new, you can buy active packs, so the cards just It, it used to be, be cheap, but when your cards get banned, correct? But they all get banned. It makes the it makes the format should be cheaper because now you're in risk of all the good cards being banned. So why invest in an expensive card if it's likely to be banned? So I, I agree with both you guys. In the cost. I agree with both you guys, but here's the thing: I think that at some point, standard players, if they're playing this magic for more than a year. 
they realized that the value of the cards it's temporary. Temporary. And and like it, the first time things rotate out and your deck that was six hundred dollars is now worthless. Yep. You realize, oh my god, maybe I should start getting into older formats. And now that it's happening faster and faster with like bannings of Amath or uh, yeah, maybe more standard players will just stay. We'll stay. We'll still stay on playing standard electronically on Moto or Arena, and in paper form they'll invest their money into like Legacy or Eternal formats, Vintage, Modern, Legacy, and so that we can get more players in the format. And then they just get their standard fix like I do on Arena. I I don't agree with Wizards like. I understand banning things to make the format like more fair, but with arena fresh, fresh, I like fresh, fair, fresh, whatever. Yeah, it, your F. And, and that's the thing is that I think on arena people are able to break the format faster than they used to be able to do when it was just like oh, I'll yeah. go to F and M. Yes, the golden times of old before the internet yeah. when you're playing the Mirrodin or not, was it Mirrodin block Kamigawa block and you're playing Floodbringers and just tapping their lands. Cause and playing Umazawa Jits Moon Charge counters around, no one sees it coming, and yeah, just because never exists on the internet. Yeah, I think time I, I think the card pool of standard is so small, and like the the, the amount of players playing, you solve it solves too quickly. But it's yeah. fine though. But it, it, it is it fine though? I mean, we don't play we, standard. So we're in a technological age that you have to progress. That that's where we exist now. Information is too easy to get. So, so maybe you have to be able to push through it. Maybe Wizards' idea of like pushing product so often is not a bad idea, but it maybe is, they should changing. push the product into standard more often. So because you want the meta to shift so often, because right now what it's every three months standard gets new cards. Well, the problem we have to make complaint. I think that's changed like five times in three years, where we've had a three rotation block, two rotation block. Two yeah. rotation, one set, one set. I, that's changed like four times in literally like two years. With I, uh, so yes, we do know they're thinking about it because yeah, that's obviously yeah, a topic yeah. so of concern. So um, maybe the idea of pushing more product is not a bad idea because of how quick the meta gets solved. It is. I mean, they want and they want people to spend more money on cards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think it's ideas the worst. is where it probably at that point because you're just kind of rehashing yeah. the same old cards, or maybe you're pushing power too often before it's tested. Exactly. Um, Dude, I think we were talking too much about standard. Uh, this is like... It's more about banning. Let, let me wrap it back into yeah. Legacy then. Please. We bring this topic back up because now in Legacy, <laughs> since, the, since the Dominaria era, it seems that Dominaria has been pushing out... Since Dominaria Plus, we've been push, pushing out older cards and older cards because we... I mean, just all the newer cards are better. We got we got Planeswalker. We're the best Planeswalker right now. It ain't Jace the Mind Sculptor anymore. We got Oko. We got Teferi. If you yeah. Karn, it's definitely not Jason Mind Sculptor, old magic. We it's uh, when you look at standard, we got best creatures. It's no longer uh, I mean Delver's Dread, still there. Dreadhorde, Dread Dreadhorde Arcanist. We got Uro. New magic is pushing out old magic, so it definitely ties back into the legacy for the fact. Well, that here's the difference. I say that keeps going up. Here, I used to be a standard player. I used to be a modern player. I used to play ninety three, ninety four, vintage. I played them all formats: uh, draft, commander. Eventually, you realize if you're a standard player that your cards aren't worth shit after a year, and you 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 realize if you want to be competitive, play the best deck, and before rotates out, sell out, and then invest into more eternal formats. It's a shitty cycle. Yeah. So like that, I hope. But it's a cycle that's known. Yeah. I, I just hope that more standard players or any new players into Magic 
Go ahead and play some FNMs, do some stuff, collect your cards, sell out before it rotates out, and then invest in older formats. Invest in fetches, invest in shocks. Re what were you saying? Real estate is the best thing in magic? Real estate is the best thing in magic. Yeah. By the <laughs> yeah. And Always. So, and then so eventually you'll get into legacy, and then you start slowly building into that. And once you start playing legacy, then, you know, keep listening to our podcast, join our podcast again, and then you hear us talking about those tournaments in that meta. And of course, that meta and those tournaments are going to be influenced by newer cards because, again, with the new fire policy that Wizards of the Coast is, is like touting, we're going to have stronger, better cards. But Legacy will still have the old cards that we all love, like Brainstorm. What is it? Uh, Dark Ritual for you. Yeah. How about you, Preston? Crop rotation. I don't even know, like, crop rotation. I don't know, crop isn't even that good anymore, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, brainstorm. But brainstorm. Like, I don't know. I feel like Legacy started to become a very gold format in terms of, like, the cards you play are multicolor cards, right? Like, because the mana's too perfect, it's too refined. And multicolor is notoriously better because it's more difficult to cast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, but it, it's also become easier in the most. Yes, well, like I see in the format where our lands are perfect, they're easy to cast. Mm -hmm. Though as getting in older, actually format. Mm -hmm. As getting a an older legacy player that's been playing legacy for more than a year or two, uh, I myself see the like necess necessity for banning cards. The first time around when, like, Sensei's The Binding Top got banned, it, it crushed thank my soul. You, thank you for banning that card. Like, uh, now looking at it, yeah, yeah, it was a card to get banned. I understand. But, and like, back then, it crushed my soul. It was the deck I put my heart and soul into. I played it every single day. Yeah, we had Legacy seven times a week in Arizona back then. And I would play it. Every single day. And then, yeah, they ban my card. But, like, getting older, you kind of realize the bannings are needed. you got to yeah. shift up the meta a little bit. You have to put in a change here and there. Because the, the format just has to change. It can't be the same old cards constantly going at it. Because where's the fun in that? Yeah, you'll perfect your art and your art's perfected. Yeah. Cool. Mm -hmm. Did you draw the correct card or did you not? And that's that's the format then. And then prior to the podcast, we kind of talked about that. When Legacy starts seeing that one card is played in multiple decks, there needs to be a banning. We talked about that back in the day when Treasure Cruise started seeing play in multiple decks and not Blue Red Delver. In Elver, Burn. In Burn in all the formats. And it got banned. And now we're starting to see, what is it, uh, Oko? Oko in uh, Omni Show decks and also in... The storm variants. The epic storm variants. Yeah, recently a five O list went with like two or three Okos in the sideboard. So against a DNT or something, it's an answer to pretty much anything and you prolong the game with an alternate win con. It's insane. Yeah. Those tappings you hear is Espy's dog and show. Sorry, other guest star. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> a little quiet, but any anyway, I think we've uh, extended the introduction. Far enough. So we're going to go into our Eternal Weekend uh, recap. Um, so first off, we'll go... Uh, 
So real quick, how all did we do, and how many events did we play in? Yeah, let's let's We're, go with the losers of the tournament. We'll losers start with the worst. worst. Yeah, the worst. Start with the worst. Start okay, with so the worst here, which was I think it was, oh, it's it's David, it was David, David, but he like he, we'll start with the second worst. It's me. It's me. Okay, second worst. Yeah. Let's hear from Sundays. Yeah. I, I was only able to play here. Yeah, in the in the in the Sunday event, which is fine because I love the value of the of being able to have the God account and playing in this. And uh, I think I went went three drop with Stoneblade. Uh, I have Stoneblade sleeved up in paper. I haven't been able to play it uh, because it's been no in-paper tournaments. Love playing it, but like I realize that that deck goes to time so much. And when you play a longer tournament, 9 or 10 rounds, going to time, I just get mental fatigue and make lots of little mistakes. After playing this and knowing this, I'm going to stick with my bread and butter, which is Blue Red Delver. Yeah. yeah, more aggro, get some, like, win fast or win, uh, or lose fast, doesn't matter, let's move on to the next game, and know how to play those permutations and know what I'm going against and, and how to sideboard. So, it was great, I, I loved it. Uh, I know David will kind of talk about his... Uh, so, in, in the meta you play, I'm going to ask you about it a little bit, in the meta you play with Stoneblade, what, of the four games you played, or whatever it's you left... Uh, what did you find to be the biggest problem of the decks that you played? Like, was it a, a specific card? Was it a, a pace of play? What, what, what was what was the issue you had with Stoneblade compared to like, you know, Delver, Blue Red Delver? Like, what, what was your <laughs> so Blue Red Delver is more of like an aggro deck, and Stoneblade plays control, and then it can flip the switch and go uh, pretty fast aggro uh, attack with the with Batter Skull, Batter Skull or a sword. And it was just really just getting timed out. Like, I would go to Game 3s. I went to Game 3s in all my matches. And I just didn't have enough time on the clock. And, like, realized... So, the, do you think the clock uh, affected your, your deck decision when you made that? Or you weren't thinking about it, you played was, paper. No, I was playing the paper. Now, looking back at it, would you have played a different deck knowing that time is an issue playing Stumbling? Or did you... Did you I, guess, I guess the question is, if time was unlimited, would you feel Stumbling would have been comfortable in that format? Yeah, Stumbling's great. If I had no like no twenty five minutes on my clock and I would play it all the time because it's like you get longer games of, of of legacy, you feel more rewarding when you win with it, uh, and so like if it was in paper, it, I think time would not be an issue because I could play it faster yeah, than gesture turns. Yeah, clicking. You don't have to passing the turn. Click the okay button through every thought of decision of their. Okay. Yeah, so like I feel if it was in paper, it would, it'd still be a great uh, like deck to play. In the meta. Yeah. In, in the meta, you've got swords. You have uh, well, swords of fire, but and then you have your your equipment that is able to deal with a lot of the things. You've got answers with council's judgments, uh, uh, force of wills, brazen bars, uh, force of negations. Jace, you have a lot of powerhouses that can uh, take over the game. It just it's it's just a long game to play, mm -hmm. uh, and I think with a longer tournament, uh, when you only have twenty five minutes on your side, I think you need to play something that can go real quick. Yeah, I asked this question. I brought that question up because as a paper player, I primarily play, uh, or recently at least, I like to play Bomberman. Uh, I've done very well locally with Bomberman, and. Bomberman does not translate. If anybody's played Bomberman on Magical Online, it does not translate well to the clock. I think you can you can write some scripts for it, but it does not translate. If you don't know the scripts, you don't write the scripts, it does not translate well to Magical Online. So it did limit my deck build decision. And I do think for Eternal Weekend, 
that may have been in consideration for the meta that we saw. Mm-hmm. I think uh, a lot of Delver decks were there and a lot of stuff was there because it's a very linear strategy where you don't need to worry. You can play a card, pass, and then, sorry, clap me. Uh, but you can pass a turn and then wait for, like, you know, respond to their action with your spells. Yeah. Uh, and so it's a very linear strategy versus a paper magic where you can play some unfair matches um, that still translate well. Like I said, Byron for me. Yeah, um, I can see that. Like, that's the reason why I bought it. Yeah, no. Yeah. I, I think I watched one of your games, and you were like two minutes. But I think you were winning the board state, and I was like, man, if I think you was in paper. This has been done. We've been on the next round already because I think he's just waiting for his actions to pass. Yeah, it's so, it, it's it's hard, but like live and learn. Uh, I think Stoneblaze uh, is fine to sleeve up in paper when it opens up again, especially if you do an F and M and like you want to do some long fulfilling games and your opponent really feels like they have a chance of winning. Uh, I feel like it's almost like Jund in Modern. Given what you've seen, would you, are you still going to keep it on paper? Yeah, always. Even I, with the meta of the way this? Yeah, I love Stoneblade. Okay. Stoneblade, Delver. Uh, it's funny that you say Jund, because do you remember Mike Evans, our local Jund player? In Legacy, yes. Mi- Mikey. Mikey. Yeah. Mikey. Okay, Mikey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, his secondary deck was Stoneblade, because mm-hmm. it played so much like Jund. Yeah. But had force of will, yeah. so he loved Stoneblade as his secondary deck. And like, yeah, you're correct. It plays very slow fair and, and boring. No, <laughs> it, 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 so when I played Jund in Modern, when I would lose, my opponent was ha- like, we both felt happy. Like he's like, I, he, they worked for their wins, and it I was tried a good to, game. It was a good game. It was a. Yeah. They didn't feel. They never felt janked out. They never felt. They did feel sometimes where they're like they caught uh, like with a jab and they're like stepping back and they thought they were gonna get knocked out, but they knew they had a, an out. They like it never felt like oh man you just lucked out with the top of your deck. It's really grindy. You the, the games are long and you feel like you really played magic. Like it was two wizards going toe to toe with your best spells and you're just like volley after volley. Yeah. It, it's, right. it's, it's fair magic but again some people and, and that's what's great about Legacy is like if you don't want to play that you don't have to you can play some janky combos which is great those are some wins yeah, yeah. 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 Break, break, break the mechanics of, of wizard the magic also the thing about Legacy is sometimes just that having forceful in your deck enables you to live past turn one force yeah. of now too yeah yeah, yeah so. we got so, six of forces well how did you do David because we talked about oh, wait, wait, we're on we're on David. David. Yeah. Daniel? Daniel? No, I said David. 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 Uh, I ended up playing Ant. So with the God account, I I did unlock all the cards and whatnot, and I was honestly pretty dead set that I'm gonna play Doomsday. But I built Doomsday, played it in three leagues, and just never got the feel for it. I I'm a Tendrils player. Okay. Sure, okay. it plays Doomsday and Dark Ritual and everything, but like it's definitely a different style of deck and. Honestly, the wins weren't coming for me. All my leagues, I think the best I did in the league was 2-3. Two, two, I'm like, that's not good. So With Doomsday? With Doomsday, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Okay. So, I played like 3 or 4 of them and didn't do so hot. Uh, I tried test out for the fuck of trying test out. 
Um, so I'm a two-turn storm player because I'm not good at storm. Uh, the storm you're talking about is it the epic storm that we properly see? Yeah, the epic storm. Uh, the epic storm. Okay. Yes. So that, that's saying. the the wish version. No, yeah, burning wish. Play. Yeah, burning yeah, wish yeah. version. Okay. Burning wish with rite of flame and okay. no cabal ritual. Did it's all make... about the chrome boxes, mox opals, and he cast the nauseum for okay. the win. Were you? Did you change anything from this? The standard? No, no, no. I, I ran his standard list. Just, uh, I'm not saying it's a bad list. Just, it's definitely not my play style. So me going into it kind of blind, I didn't do so hot. And in my two leagues with KES, I went 1-4 and 0-5. Ooh, you played it out? <laughs> I played it out. Zero, I was like, wow. <laughs> Might as well get some games in, right? Yeah, I practice somehow. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, for everyone listening, David is a sadist. He loves the fucking pain. <laughs> I would grind Doomsday versus Burn for hours just to figure out my 5% with Doomsday. <laughs> it was great. but He's also our local Four Horsemen player. I don't think I should be fired by four horsemen, luckily. <laughs> to try to troll everybody else. Four horsemen's great. <laughs> so, yeah, with those two results uh, coming out uh, and Sunday coming up, I was like, all right, I might as well play play what I know. And I played Ant for uh, the Sunday event. And my round one was against Lands. Um, it should be a favorable matchup to me. But uh, game one, I got it. Game two, I went for the turn one, and he had um, he had the what is it called mind break trap, and mind break trap was a cool card. Then game three, um, I managed to f- mole for my Hercules recall, so I was kind of ready for his hate, but I could never keep up with my land drops and his Rashadon port to get past his. Spheres, and by the end of the game, all four spheres were out. So I didn't really have a chance there. Um, next round, I got paired against Meat Hooks, which, if you guys don't know, Meat Hooks, that's like just the fancy name for slivers. Um, I honestly thought I had the slivers deck too locked down, but he just managed to beat me down. Uh, I couldn't put my combo together. Uh, I mulled to five in two of the games, which was kind of rough to do. I do think I got game two on him, but it just wasn't great. Um, next was game three, which I played against, I think, a UR Delver. And UR Delver is just kind of a tough matchup for Ant. Uh, I lost that one. Round four, my opponent was AFK, so I just ended up getting the win from an AFK user. And Wait, they were like not there? Yeah, they just weren't there. And for 15 minutes, I stared at the screen until it said, You won the match due to inactivity. Um, yeah, you don't have to wait the full 25 minutes, which I is really like cool. T- I thought it was like 10 minutes. It might be 10. I thought it was 15, but it could be 10. Um... So you both played pet decks, right? I played my pet deck and it didn't do so hot. Like, well, so here's the question: We all have god counts. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we all play pet decks because that's what we are good with or what we play the most reps in. Yeah. Is that wrong that we've done that? Is it? Is it I don't. I so, don't think my play of like playing ant was wrong. Okay. I just think I was out of practice and I lost favorable matchups because of it. Okay. 
Yeah, and so like me and David are the losers of the group. I don't like again legacy. Play the deck you want to play. It might not be the the most winningest deck, but like as long as you had fun, I had fun playing Stoneblade. Well, we talked about the. I, I said that because uh, if we play a paper match and we go to Eternal Weekend at a, at a store, mm-hmm. our collections are generally limited to what we like to play. True. So we don't have the full library of cards available to us. We play what we're good with, what we've got the reps in. Now this tournament we play what was the meta or the hotness because the whole library is available. No, to so I, I didn't. You, I didn't. You, you no, know, I didn't think that was not. Think that didn't come to mind. No, you, no. I think you, you still play what you specialize in, right? Okay, so you don't think? Yeah, yeah. I, I played what I wanted to play. Like uh, I know I had the whole library. I wasn't going to be like, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, you try and bet it in it. No, yeah. I'm not a tournament like grinder, okay. like guy who's okay. gonna edge everything. I'm just like, no, like I want to play Stoneblade. I have it in paper. I don't have it in Moto, so now that I have it free, I'm gonna play it in a tournament just to make sure I don't want to invest in Moto with this deck. I'd rather just play it in paper. It was for me just like a, a cost benefit thing. I'm gonna, I have the free cards. I'm gonna play it in 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 this tournament. And it's going to show me, like, maybe I should invest this money into Moto to buy these cards to play Stoneblade. Because I'm happy playing, and I have blue-red Delbert Moto. I'd rather just uh, stick with that. So it was more of a, like a, a, a play of, like, hey, I'm going to try this deck. It's not the best deck in the format. It's not Tier 1, Tier okay. 1.5, or 2. Uh, just to see how it runs. To see if I want to invest the hundreds of dollars to buy it digital. Okay. So I, I realized I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to play okay. whatever. So you didn't try edging. You no, I'm not some like backpack trader or grinder. I'm not like. I mean, but if you have access to all the cards, you should try and win, right? Uh, <laughs> I think there's there's different types of players. There's different joy, I think, in the yeah. like, game for legacy. Like, everyone, no, I agree. Everyone has different goals in terms of legacy magic because like. Well, we have the reserve list in paper, so like you have long term goals of decks, and you practice and better that, right? Mm-hmm. You play Storm, you bought your duels, you bought all this for duels, so you're going to primarily yeah. spend time working on progressing that strategy. Correct. Right, yeah. the open library. Which, like, with the open library, I was very happy I was able to test the other decks. Like, I tested Doomsday, which is now, like, a Force of Will type mm-hmm. deck, mm-hmm. which I myself don't own Force of Wills, per se. So, yeah, being, I yeah, no, I definitely have great friends around me, but... You know, I don't have Force of Will myself. It's not a card I specifically wanted to try, but a deck came onto the scene that mm-hmm. I wanted to try, and I had genuine interest in, like, could this be the deck for me? And, like, I'm very grateful for the opportunity of running it through four or five leagues. Okay, so looking back, you wouldn't have changed anything. Oh, no, right? not at all. I'm very happy. Okay. I would have changed just how I played Ant in okay. my okay. tournament. but. Deck choice and everything? No. I think I'm happy with how I played it. And I'm happy with my deck choice. And I'm also happy that I got to test a deck on the side without having to commit it to the tournament. Right. Role. And I'm, I'm with David. It's like, we've got these God accounts. Let's play these decks that we love and hold dear to our hearts. And see if it's worth investing in the digital product. as like we, we Well, like we invest in paper products and see if it's worth it. If it's not... Whatever, we have it in paper, we can play it against our buddies, we can play it when, like, in, in, in paper, in-person gameplay opens up, and ha- leave uh, the digital products to those those people that are trying to win those games. 
that kind of leads to the point where people that did hot like you two guys let's talk about your deck choices uh first second best in the room Espy, what did you play? So, I will say, I will uh, disagree with you guys (laughs) (laughs) in playing what you know, right? Because, like, so I played in all three events, (laughs) and uh, if you know me, I am a combo player, and by default, I I like decks, like, creature combo, right? So, like, Reanimator, Dark Depths, and to an extent, I, I would say Eldrazi can be a creature combo deck. Because it's just like, it's overwhelming, right? Yeah, I can see that. So I play creature combo decks. And uh, having like done very well with Eldra- uh, Dark Depths for like the last few years, I went into the first event with Dark Depths. Mm, yes. And My favorite. I got destroyed. Oof. I played against a Snowco deck and all my guys at Swords. Like, it was just like, I'm playing a different game, right? I won't go too much into it, but like, yeah, the first event, I felt defeated playing Dark Depths. Uh, the next event, I played Omni Show, which I've, I've done pretty well with in, in terms of like leagues and whatnot. And I think I went two and three before I uh, dropped. And, uh, I mean, that's my wheelhouse. Like, that is what I'm familiar with, playing combo decks. Like, I like dark depths. I like I like winning quick, right? Like, I like attacking you and killing you. And so after dark depths did not pan out well, and the Omni Show deck did not uh, seem to do well as well, uh, going into the, the third event, I was torn, right? Like, do I, do I try and, like play the same decks and like assume the same results or do I do I change it up right so originally I was going to play Rug Delver because <laughs> it's like like if you can't beat them join them right like yeah, you know, I was going to play Rug Delver I think we play tested a game versus yeah, a, no, we played a, a we, random 75 I put together yeah yeah, yeah no <laughs> like we played well, with the God accounts we played a few games and like we played some Rug Delver and like honestly, like, look, like I played Rogue Dove in the past, back in the day with Nimble Nimble Mongoose, like I miss that. That guy. was one of my decks. Like I used to play Rogue Delver, but like I don't know, like I think when it comes down to the fair decks, like I break on the unlucky side of the fair decks and like it just didn't work out for me. So uh I ended up Changing out to Snowco. Well, you play Snow. you know, I suggested you that because you played a bunch of uh uh Counterbalance uh, decks in the past, and you've yeah. played well with. So yeah, you, you've played control shells in the past that you've done very well with locally. So yeah. I, I made I made a suggestion. Yeah, actually, yeah, 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 yeah. To, control. Tony made the suggestion uh, the of snow maybe belt. looking at uh, playing a Snowco shell instead of Rug Delver, uh, because yeah, like I think I mean it's weird to say, but like combo and control shells, like I do all right with, and uh, I ended up playing Snowco going into the third Legacy event and uh, I, I did pretty well, right? Like I went I was 6-1 going into round 8 <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, no, I, I, I actually it was my best round, which sucks, right? Cause, like Usually players try to identify with their play type, right? Like my play type is combo decks and weird attrition decks, right? 
execute X and Z and I win. But to be like, hey, I played this like fair Snoko deck and I did better than I do with the decks like I like align with. It sucked. Like it, it felt weird. <laughs> it, 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 felt we, it felt weird, combo. right? And that's uh, combo, right? Yeah. Yeah. Combo. Yeah, it's yeah. Combo. Yeah. Combo with L. Combo. Like, I don't know. Combo one card combo. <laughs> but anyway, they, no, I played Snowco, and I actually, <laughs> like, I had a solid run until, like, the last few rounds, but, um, in my first loss, it was against the Hogak player that made top eight. Um, he smashed game one. Oh, and he smashed game one because I fucked up. Like, I had a solid dread of, oh, it was terrible. I, I, I okay. aggressively used library to draw cards, so right, like, I felt like in that matchup, my life total meant less than my ability to answer what he was doing. So I was using Sylvan library to draw cards. I see that. And then we got to a point where I was able to erase the board with Dread of Winter, or Dead of Winter, right? Like, so I wiped the board with Dead of Winter, I had a couple creatures... And in my, uh, uh, what is it? I don't even know. Like, like, my desire to close out the game quickly, I attacked with both creatures while I was at four life. And my opponent, with zero guards on board, played a Stitcher Supplier, which milled a dr uh, Vengevine. Oof. And then he cast another creature and oof. killed me. Yeah. So yeah, that was a big oof. I felt terrible about it, but I mean, I, and I think that's the thing, right? Like David Sidney, for the like those of you guys who don't play Legacy regularly, like playing Legacy regularly, like helps you be competitive in the meta, right? Like I didn't, I, like even I didn't think like. How do I lose here, right? Like, if they are able to cast a Citrus Supplier and mill a Vengevine and they cast another creature, I die. Right? Whereas I could have kept up a creature to block and won the game. That was game one. I, I won game two, and then game three, they got me. Well, I would have made that decision past you because if you tap last, I don't know what your clock was, but maybe. I was I at four. I was at four. No, his, life. Life, his life. His life. Yeah, like maybe you put them on a two-turn clock if you attack with both of them versus if you attack with one. There's a three-turn clock. The double attack is still fine because it, it, you know, you now have one less turn to get out of it. So yeah, I didn't see the exact situation you're talking about, but I can see it just. We'll assume you made the correct decision, yeah. and it was justified that you were trying to take a turn off that clock. But, but that is the thing about magic. Like you learn so much from the incremental plays oh, and the yeah. weird nuances of magic. Like. Every mistake you make, it sticks with you. Oh yeah, and that's the thing about magic. Like, it's like it's such an incredible game, and that's why I love it. Because like you could never like all four of us, no matter how fucking incredible and cool we are, we'll never perfect it. Never. I mean, hair is pretty close, but no, hair is probably the farthest. I still remember surgically nothing, just blind lobbying somebody. Oh, but surgical this card all in. Turns your turns surgical. Nothing. He's saying lobotomy, and they just are saying glitter blossom, and they just go remove all bitter blossom from the deck. Uh, there's a new card at the time for me. Okay. I, 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 I was like, this is a great lobotomy. This yeah. Is good. 
But uh, so no, so I was a five zero, lost to fucking Hogak. I was I won the next game. I was six one, um, and then unfortunately I lost the last three. Like so, like I committed so much time, and I lost the last three. I lost to Doomsday. Oh no no! So first off, I lost to Twelve Post, which I knew I was not gonna win. Yeah, that's a tough matchup. So I got paired against C Cream, the guy that made the top eight. Uh, he uh, fucking crushed me because like Snoku can't beat fucking twelve post. So lost to that guy, and then the next run I played against the uh, Doomsday. No, no, I, I played against the uh, the Vials player that made top eight. Oh yeah, and I beat him. Due to the clock, we clocked it out. So I beat the Doomsday, uh, the, the the Vials player, um, and then it was Doomsday, which like it was very close. It was super close, right? Like I was able to surgical him after creating his Doomsday pile. That got you. No, he had a shuffle proof pile. That was his pile cool. was pretty good. Yeah, like I, I diverted David. Like I was like, hey David, like how does this work? He literally put a ponder in his pile that if after the shuffle he draws the ponder, he'll win. If he does draws any of the other four cards, he will lose. He drew the ponder. Yeah, because I think it, that I, was insane. I think he had like like Leovold in play, right? Yeah, he had he had no outs other than drawing the one ponder that he put in his five. Yeah, so I lost to Doomsday. And then I forget the last match, but obviously I lost. So like, mm-hmm. it was a six-six-one run until I became a six-four run. But uh, it was fun, and I will. I mean, and this thing, right? like, I played like I played Snoko. What the fuck? Like, that's not my type of deck. But I did well with it, and I think it's a powerful deck. And even to this day, like, I enjoy kind of playing the deck. Like, it's like a like. It's like a forbidden, like, fruit. Like, it's like, oh, I'm going to play Snoko for this league. Because it's kind of fun, and, like, it answers everything. So, uh, with that said, I'm going to pass it over to Tony for his tournament report. All right. Well, we're going to start off with a little preamble here. So, three days. I did, I did, I did quite a lot of testing. Two day, I think two days before the EW weekend. Okay. I present to the uh, group chat we have with Legacy Friends in Arizona. And I'm like, what deck should I play? Because I don't know if I can play it. And we keep going over a couple things where I like to play a bomber man and stuff like that. And we're just trying to figure out what we... I, 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 I automatically know what I'm going to expect. Oko, it's going to be tons of fucking Okos in this, in, in this format. Um, so I'm like, okay, I need something to answer Oko. I don't think bomber man's there. They can just, they can just hit the uh, Oryx Salvager. Time's going to be a problem. Can't play... Can't play that deck. Do I want to play a Noko deck? No, nah, I don't want to play a Noko deck. Fuchan can't play Fuchan. Can't can't play a Lauren. I'm not good enough at the clock. I don't have the hotkeys memorized. I can't do the actions. Whatever. So I'm limited to what I can do just based on my my poor experience with Moto and combos and the bad combos I play. Uh, so I present to the group. I was like, hey, yeah, that's what, what we should do. And then we, I or they or no, I can't remember. But we decided I was going to go with. Uh, painter, the mono red painter. I I played it up a while uh, locally, 
I did very well locally with it when uh, Oka came down, and I uh, okay, I got it was one of my nice place, nice place finishes uh, at a local <laughs> tournament here. Uh, when I lost a breaker of some sort, whatever. Um, so I decided to play that. I made a, a few audibles deck building. Uh, I think like two hours before the tournament started. Uh, for the first tournament, which was my best showing, I decided to put bridges in the main, two bridges in the main board, which I didn't use. To, I used to have Trinisphere's in the main board. But I didn't think Storm would be as prevalent in this format with when you had the open open libraries because everybody was playing was going to play Oko if they had them. That's fair. Uh, it was a very expensive card prior to uh, in Euros prior to having not the pass. Yeah. So I expected they would be there, and so I changed the main deck to have two Ensnaring Bridges uh, for the more creature based mana like Delver and stuff like that. I know Blue Red was popular, so I played uh, and Blue Red has a hard time pre sideboard dealing with Bird Bridge. Uh, it can get around the Transphere with three mana. Maybe not as fast, but three mana it can still get through it. Um, I also liked having Pyroblast. And having six Pyroblasts in the main being a painter deck that felt great. Brutal. Uh, especially against the Oka meta and yeah. Aero meta and so all this. Bad. I was like, I just kind of like what was in the main board prior to this coming out. Yeah. And it felt good. I, made, I did make the change to my sideboard where I was going full eight. I put two more Red and then a blast in the sideboard. So <laughs> after when I saw blue, we got eight in the eight in the main deck, and it was amazing. By the way, amazing. That's brutal. Just um, basically like, oh, you want to cast a brainstorm? No, you're not casting a brainstorm. You want to set up your hand? No, you're not. And then yeah, it was it was, it was fun doing that. Nice. Um, but other than that, painter felt good because again, main main uh, main deck counter spells to pretty much all the blue decks. Um, but it also has a again oops I win an oops I win, which is the painter combo. Yeah. Um, you can just if you want to turn sideways with just a bunch of random creatures. I played a blood moon variant, which is not good against the snow meta, but it does very good. It does it does very good versus. Um, well, I said I said it's not very good versus snow meta. If you're in the play, and they have a bunch of fetches to get their basic lands, but you mm-hmm. land a blood moon turn one. They can't really like have. They, they, I choked a lot of people on one colored mana that they can only get through an astral loop. Yeah, you can only get um, to your one island correct, or correct. one Which whatever. Which did a lot of work, especially when you're trying to land an Uro or you're trying to land an Oko. Yeah, you just can't get the basic lands to cast two of them. Uh, on the draw, it seemed less. It seemed less popular on the draw. That's fair. Because if they they knew the blood was in the deck, they could just play around it, get the basic they needs. That was rare for them. And then do that. So it was frequently sideboarded on a lot of matchups. Um, I did make, as far as a couple other uh, modifications I made for the meta, I played uh, one of the new cards here, which is the one of the modal lands, which I'm a little because I forgot the name of it, Spikefield Hazard, which, if none of you guys know, because this is a standard card. You have a standard card. <laughs> uh, it is a one mana instant, which lets you do one damage to any target. Planeswalker, creature, or player. Okay. And if that permanent was dealt damage, you exile it. The reason why I decided to play that, one, yeah, it's, totally. just a, it's just a yeah. land. It's just a random land. Uh, but two, uh, against like the first, when you, when you drop an arrow down for the first time, bam. Hit him with it in response to the trigger, exile it from the God game. Goddamn genius. Uh, it kills Delvers on the, before they flip So you're two. just on the back of the... Uh, I went really hard. I went really hard into this deck, knowing that I'm expecting Delver, Uros, 
and uh, openings. Yeah, I just went really hard to it. I just knew that it was going to be it. I, I have to jump in here because I had watched Tony stream, and I heard him and SB, I think prior to like maybe this tournament, they were like doing the lead. And uh, I saw that sideboard or that spice in his deck, and he kept on, Tony kept on testing like how great it was, and I was like, well, this is trash. Oh, they're all just talking shit. Yeah, what is this? I know this all is trash, one man of spells. No, it's, it's, it's for, it's <laughs> hot garbage. It's for Uro. And I'm like, this Uro is, is a 6-6, six, six, bro. You can't kill it with one damage. This <laughs> is hot garbage. Until I saw it in action. I got it, I got it. And they they cast a fucking Uro, oh. and then triggers in the stack. He pinged it for one, and I'm like, oh, this motherfucker's a genius. He <laughs> <laughs> like, went to the graveyard and got exiled. Uh, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> being a land and being mono red, it was just easy to shave a land. The deck ran naturally one of the artifact lands, but it's not running like Mox Opal, so I just shut the artifact land down for sure. um, the, uh, a second one. So I had two main deck that was good. I spiced up my sideboard a little bit again, thinking elves would be popular, more popular than it actually was, or at least what I saw. And I brought back Electricery. Electricery, <laughs> I thought would be a, just a clutch little sideboard card. Uh, it was not. I didn't see any elves. I, I, wish I, I wish I did. I just saw, I think in the first tournament, we played all 10 rounds because I didn't lose my first match until round 6, um, no which I played against Depths mm-hmm. in a game 3, which I should have won, but I, I, I'm an idiot and I played it. Literally, no one's in his hand because I borrowed Surgical. Uh... I see. I know what's in his hand. I know the card he can beat me with, which is the destroy two artifact and enchantments. Force of Vigor. Yeah. Only well, card. I think it's crowd protection bog. Yeah, yeah. Only card that beats me. Deleting that, I have uh, three welders in play and a bridge. Where in in, in response to any of this, in any part of the stack, I can always leave a bridge in play that he couldn't get around, and then dumb me after going land go land go because I'm bored out of my mind. Uh, drew a card, like, yeah, I drew a card, finally, let's play it. Played a card, didn't leave up two mana for the two mana uh, welders, and I could no longer hold the stack anymore, and he just beat me. I was like, ah, oh, this is the worst defeat ever. I was playing around the whole game, and I just, I just, I just failed Forgot it. Forgot about it. Yeah, I failed. I just, I just, yeah. It was an awful loss. I had it set. I knew, I knew, what, I knew what the defeat was, and I lost. That was my first loss. Uh, we didn't proceed to do well for the rest of it. Get the round eight and nine with the deck. The deck. The, I knew the card that was going to be the problem for me was going to be Tarmogoyf. The deck has very little answers to green because it's Pyroblast mean. Yeah. Um, I basically have Painter and then the, the kill card or uh, Pyroblast for it. Name green with Painter. Yeah. Um, I will say, I did uh, make some mistakes when I'm playing against blue. I don't necessarily need the name blue. No, you uh, I definitely gave some people some force with little cards, but. Uh, not give a, uh, I made your timer away for blue card. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, it was not fun. It was not fun. But I worked through those. I worked through those. Uh, but yeah, timer away. I knew it was gonna be a pro- problem prior to the tournament start, and I was just hoping to dodge timer away. And then nine rounds nine and ten, I both played uh, Rug Delver for my second and third loss. Yeah, um, the RNG computer doesn't really let you have the strategy of I hope I just dodge this computer. I, I was is that, stick, that that particular card. It, I, 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 I beat many Rug Delvers that day, and in all three tournaments I beat a bunch of Rug Delvers. But I was just hoping to they they had like very quick Delver draws. I didn't have like the Pyroblast Painter to destroy it quick enough, and they just got mm-hmm. me. There's not much I could do about it. 
Uh, it was the car I knew I was worried about. I didn't really have it. Monterey, I, I actually sideboarded a car. There was two cars in my sideboard that I brought in for those matchups, which were great, by the way, which was Chaos Warp. We brought a little commander into it, and <laughs> the Chaos Warp did work in a lot of my matchups. Uh, it got rid of some ground seals. It got rid of just some... It just got around a little miscellaneous answers that Monterey doesn't have. Not only that, but I, I'm pretty sure I, I just I was in a winning situation, but not like like I didn't have a clock, and I think I just randomly cast work on my land to a current. It was it was a beautiful feeling. Who's I mean, playing I, Ground Seal right now? Uh, it was a um, well, there's a few decks playing Ground Seal. I mean, you have the Hogak decks playing Ground Seal. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. You also have uh, it was a that the played two decks that were that companion mm. the control deck. It was the Ogre yeah, companion yeah, yeah, yeah. control deck. Which, by the way, nobody talked about. It was actually pretty good. It was just, it's, I think it's just the 80 card Snowco variant. Yeah, uh, it has a good shell. Whatever you It's just an 80 card Snowco variant, but it's still pretty good. I mean, you get, you get a creature just when you need it, when you want it. Yeah. Um, and there's eight Force Wheels now, so I think you can like, accept the 80 cards. Um, but in any case, uh, that card played Ground Seal. Okay. Um, after the first tournament, which we lost in the last two rounds, which was sad. Um, we for the set we rolled it right into the second event, and I was like, I'm just gonna run the same deck back. Me and uh, uh, Daniel here, we, we sat here, we were like, okay, let's go grab some Red Bulls from the grass station. Let's just run it back. We played ten hours of Magic. Let's just run it into another tournament. Uh, and again, we're <laughs> yeah, Arizona. Right. That that so was Michelle just snoring. Yeah, that's exactly what was happening to us mentally. Yeah. <laughs> Mental fatigue was real rough uh, after we played ten hours of magic, and it's like midnight, and we're starting a tournament, a new tournament. Oof. And I just made player after player error, and then I think we went two two, and just like I'm going to bed now. And we went to bed, and it was done. Uh, the third tournament, oh, we did, we did, we 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 dreamed. We, we had a, an amazing idea. I was like, you know a card I had struggled with? Which was the Dreadboard Arcanist. Or Dreadboard... Dreadboard Arcanist. Yeah, Arcanist. Dreadboard. Oh, that's right. Okay. Uh, card is very amazing in Legacy. Uh, I don't yeah. like it. It's very... It's, it, it's in, debatably too good in my opinion. It's really uh, there's, good. There's too much action that it can play. Yeah. And there's, there's not a lot of like great answers to it. Um, but we found... And I had trouble killing it. Because again, it had the same problem Tarmogoyf had, which was not blue. Mm. So I couldn't pyroblast it. So we secret tech those. We took out those electrolyzes and we brought in Urza's Rages. Uh, two thousand two people remember Urza's Rage can't be counter three damage. Got him, and it worked out real well. And I, I, I wish I had the Urza's Rage in the first round. I lost a couple games of those two mirror matches to the uh, the Dreadmar Arcanist. I brought in electrolyzes and it, it couldn't do anything against it. So I do like that audible to it. And as far as my day three results, um, I think I was kind of misled about how well I needed to do. We went five. Uh, we went five zero. We lost our first match. Oh, no, four zero. Lost our first match, and then everybody. And then everybody's like, "Okay, you need to have it because of the how many it was max entry. It was a solid cut to eight one, or you need to have or you can only have one loss. Yeah, that's what I heard. So." I get my second loss in round six, and I just drop from the tournament because mm -hmm. I was like, ah, I don't want to deal with it. I'm just done. I'm burned out. I'm so tired right now. Fair. That's <laughs> so Twenty rounds of yeah, yeah. So I was like, ah, oh, I'm just gonna stop it here. Uh, moving forward, I do think Panda is really good for the meta right now if it continues this way. 
Um, yeah, so, Samwing combo built into it. Uh, the question is, what is the meta? Uh, the meta right now is definitely blue green X. Yeah. Uh, you can you I can choose you can choose your shell whether it's a control shell with a snoka. Yeah. Blue if green X. Blue black blue blue black uh, blue black green control. Uh, blue blue green white control with the lands card with it, which is like the new enchantment. By the way, I didn't see enough of those decks, but that enchantment that lets you make a land fall, make a two two, and you can get plus one plus one counters. Oh, Felidar mm. Retreat. Great card. Great Felidar card. Retreat. I didn't see enough of those cards. I didn't see enough of that deck, but I, I like the card is very good for the format in my opinion. Mm. Um, but so the, yeah, like I think you're right. Like I will say the format is very heavily favored for Snowco decks and Rug decks. Well, it's just blue green decks. You can choose your shell. If you want to play control, you play Snowco. You want to play aggro, you play Delver. But it's blue-green, X. Yeah. You can choose how you want to play it based off what the type of deck you want to play. I mean, you have the show-and-tell shell. It's still blue-green. Which it's still is, blue -green yeah, it's still blue-green. Blue we did have, I think we did have a good, did we have a good blue-red uh, show-and-tell? I'm not uh, sure. Show? I don't think it did. Sorry. So, there, I think there was a good finish for a sneaking show, which would have been the version I played. Because you get Pyroblast, and I like Pyroblast more than I like Veil Summer right now. Yeah. For the map. Definitely. Um, so I think that was a good decision for the person who did play that. Uh, Veil of Summer is the new hotness, so everyone is thinking about it. So a Pyroblast or something true. is more of that. True. Yeah, I see Pyroblast being but, a lot better. Uh, I did think the meta was he heavily favored by everybody having the cards. I tried to play the deck that I thought would be good against everybody having all the cards, which was... Yeah, but what's Fair. great about this being online format, we actually can see the winners, and you can see what who top eight in these events. Just actually see who actually won, and see what is the top eight finishers of these things to see what is the the meta. Let's we'll take a peek at that. Let's let's yeah. let's talk about a second for what actually got top eight. Yeah. yeah we'll so like on. the first event that happened on I think Friday. Friday, mm -hmm. yeah. So the finals was split by. For Garlic Intro or Snoko and Rug Delver. Delver. Yep, yep, the menace. So was absolutely <laughs> correct. <laughs> so yeah, the, the the first event was like the four the Snoko deck and the fucking Rug Delver player they split. And, and if you look at the rest of it, there is three Snoko decks in the top eight. And you'll even see JPA, which is a well known show and tell player. He himself went on a four-color control list. Which... Yeah, no, he's been known to, like, I've seen him pivot to, like, Rug Delver decks and stuff, like, I think he's a, he plays the winning lists, right? Like, I like it, though. And it's hard not to, right? Yeah. Like, when the deck is so good and you're such a skilled player, like, you play the best deck, right? Like, so the first day, it was Rug Delver and Snoko that took it down with uh, Hogak and Death and Taxes in the top three, top four. It was Sprinklesman. I like it, though. We also had Death and Taxes and Eldrazi uh, in the uh, top eight, top seven, eight. With um, three copies of four color control. Yeah. 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 yeah it, it makes sense for the meta. Uh -huh. Well, I mean, here's the way it works. Like, the four color snow decks just smash Rug Delver. Yeah. Because they have swords, they they just gain so much life that like Rug Delver cannot beat them. I mean, the control deck should. Yeah. Rug Delver, uh, Rug Delver typically cannot beat an Uro. Yeah. Exactly. So you start looping an Uro, like, you can't beat it. 
Um, the second day of... Okay, so, like, we'll start off, like... Day one of Eternal Weekend, won by Rugdell versus Snuka. Seen it. Saw it coming. Right? Saw, saw it coming. Saw it coming. Knew, knew it was happening. Day two... Oh, yeah, people got, like, drunk. Our topic is... So, the winner was Death and Taxes. It was two... Uh... Two Slav. Tune Slav of Death and Taxes beating out Rugdelver Rug <laughs> Third and fourth was also Rugdelver in a Moon Stompy Moon Prison deck. It's Snoko, Hogak, Five Cars, Omnath Snow, and then Rugdelver for finishing up the top eight, right? So like, yeah, three Rugdelver decks. And the deck yeah. that intrigues me most about that is actually the Mono Red Prison. With all the Snowlands, like, the Blood Moon's gotten worse. Trinosphere, without Storm being super popular, I feel like Trinosphere has gotten worse. It definitely died down a little um, bit. I mean, the Blue Red, the Delver Red already run like a Braids in the side. I think a lot of them are running like a lot of Artifact hate, and they have Oko still. Yeah. I don't know how that, that. I'd be very curious to know how his deck, how it got to that uh, top eight. I mean, it might just been good matchups happens. I mean, but. he cut down the Revokers himself, so it doesn't have that many Artifacts to a Braid or whatnot. Uh, talking about this death and taxes deck though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Talking about the new edition that's been the hot fire. Skyclave apparition. Skyclave apparition. Who that card has been the hot fire of the weekend? I, the, of of what I saw from streams and the one deck that I played because I'm not lucky enough to get it multiple times. Um, that card is great. Yeah, I, uh, you don't get it back. You don't. It's not like an O-ring. You don't get it back when it loses the battlefield. I had multiple opponents uh, use that in the shooting and the recruiting the guard. Tutors for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that is recruit- brutal. Probably the best card that come to that deck in a long time, in my opinion. Yeah, and, um, and I think it's what is caused the resurgence of death and taxes. Yeah. Well, so I, I think I think it's one. I, I don't know if it resurgence is the right word. It's been around for a long time. I think it's the only thing that's been keeping it in the meta. Like, it, it like without it, I think it probably would have been left in the dust. Like, it's just not good enough. Yeah, no, so, like, what I mean is, like, Skyclave Apparition helps uh, the D&T matchup win against some, some of the unfair stuff, right? Like, yeah. it exiles Oko. It exiles yeah. fucking uh, Grisle, Euro. And Omniscience, I think, right? No, it didn't get right. It's 4 now. It's no, four I think it's CMC, I mean, but, like, no, it's it, CMC it hits a lot of the fair stuff. Yeah. That they can't deal with like Uro Oko, that's enough to play. It. That's mm-hmm. enough to warrant playing it. I would say that like this is it plays three Caracas. Well, you have to. It's my white. You can get the. I, I didn't think D and Uro is so played. Yeah, I thought it was like just the one Caracas. The three is, no. is insane to you, me. You, you, it's my white. You get flex. No, I, I get that. I just felt that like. I mean, again, it gets rid of the Gristlebrand and some of the other harder threats that are not CNC4 with the Skyclave operation. Um, so, what was the day three? Did we don't have. Do we have the results for day three? Yeah, of course we do. Sweet. So day three, day three was the day of oops all oh, spells. Day, day three was like I felt like everybody's like, you know what? I'm just gonna play what I want. You're what I play. There's so there was like the top eight even reflects that elves oops all spells. Of the Hogak, it's just like, like you know what? We're gonna play what we wanted to play all weekend, but we we got bored of Oko, so let's just play whatever. My first matches were like, uh, I play, my first matches were um, Urza Echo, 
and like I played like four different random combo decks. I played a uh, a learn deck. I played a yeah. It was just, it was just all over the place, and I was like, this is awesome. Like this is just wherever I want to have fun. Yeah. <laughs> So, like, the shitty thing is, like, I actually played, like, three of these top eight players in my run until I went, like, like seven, uh, round eight when I started losing, right? Like, so I played, uh, well, I saw Preacher Hogak. The Hogak player was my first lost um, when I was six and one. And then I played against Sea uh, Cream, which I knew was going to be a loss because the yeah, top player. Yeah, tough match. And then uh, Esper Viles. Uh, and also, it's good losing to who's in top eight, though. Like, at least they know he was in the top eight. Yeah, like, no, like, so, like, uh, Hey, Hey Nong Man, I beat that guy. So I beat him. But he also top eight. But, like, yeah, three of these players I played during Swiss in my 6 uh, 1 run that turned into a 6 4 run. But, uh, yeah, like, Oops All Spells fucking went XO until the Finals, guys. What the fuck? I like Ubal spell. I I think I played a mono blue all Ubal spell. So we won twelve and one. Yeah. If we break it down. Yeah, he went twelve. It's a good deck. It's a. He went twelve o, and then lost one. Having a modal modal lands are very good. That's all I gotta say about legacy. So well, like, here here's the other thing. When he went in top the finals, like, it's not like regular paper magic where like you're on the draw. Or player draw. Yeah, oh, that's a huge. They thing. rolled the die. Damn. That's a thing on, that, that is a thing on Moto. That they, shouldn't be a thing. They on rolled Moto. the die, and he was on the draw. That shouldn't be a thing. No, you should have top seed. Yeah. Player draw. Damn. You. So I think you would have had it if you. I obviously I mean, didn't see the game the or da- anything. The dad super wants to be. On but. If he went fucking ten and zero in Swiss, he should have had the play in finals. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I mean, we can look at the elf deck. I think he just had ley lines. Yeah, ley line. It was his only turn. That was it. That was it. That's how they got him. Damn. Yeah. So then the question is that: so is the meta rug slash snow, and the decks that beat it? I think so. Okay. Mm. You have to have a solid plan against Anoko. Yeah. Yeah, if you play a deck that can't beat Anoko, you can't play that deck. So then, should Anoko be banned? Mm, probably. <laughs> this comes from a very tilted player who's, who... Not, There's not, always a bug in the Who because he's very good, but based off of uh, freshness, we'll call it freshness, uh, uh, I, I think a lot of the uh, there's I, if we looked at the stats of everybody who participated in the tournament, I would bet you there was probably as many Ogos as there were like more Ogos and and uh, Uros that were infinitely over any other card like brainstorm. It'd be like I think Jace probably left out. So it'd be like brainstorm, ponder, preordain, Oko Uro. Like yeah. it has to be something along those lines. Like in the top like five or six. Because if you look at the like the three different uh, days, day three is the only one that doesn't have multiple uh, control Snowco decks versus and rug decks. There's one in one, one uh, Snowco and one rug. But if you look at the other days, you have multiples. Like you have on day one, there's four, or there's three Snowco decks, and then I think on day two you have two rug decks. 
So yeah, but I think that's a testament of people playing decks to try and win, right? Like they acknowledge the fact that Rug and Snowgoo decks are going to be the top decks. But they, just, they so have to pivot to beat those decks. Well, so my, like, yeah, my opinion of of the Oopsaw Spot, for example, versus like if we're talking about like you need to beat uh, the Oko decks, uh, you need a, a, a creature can't interact with it and an artifact can't interact with it. Oopsaw Spells doesn't really have to deal with that. It yeah. just puts everything, dumps everything in the graveyard and puts it in the play and wins. Yeah. Uh, so it averts Oko. those fair decks that, that is popular from the first two tournaments. Yeah, so because if you look at day two, there's one, two rug decks and then one, two, three snow control decks. But if you look at day three, there, it's just one and one. So, I mean... Yeah, it means that people realize so like they have to try, they have to beat snow. Yeah. Right. So like I don't I and that's where I think it's not it's not healthy. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, paper rock, like, it's, it's, it's standard paper rock scissors. So standard big problem always is there's always been three decks that are popular, and you play paper rock scissors to which one is popular, and you just hope your matchups along align with it. Uh, and with Oko the way it is, it's unfortunately become. The that's menace of legacy. Yeah. Okay, that's fine as long as you stated that. So, uh, I, I don't agree think with you. I don't think Uro's a problem. I don't think Oko is the problem. Oko is just is too, too too many answers for too many okay. answers. Too many problems. Then we got a big behind us. We got a big Oko card that we got from Vegas. Uh, Phoenix. We got from Phoenix GP. Uh, we got a couple big cards in this room. Yeah, I think I think we like talked about it pre-cast of like. To make Oko more fair, if the elk elking of a creature was a minus, or if Oko started with like two or one loyalty, yeah, it's just, it's it would it would make it a little bit more. How would we redesign it to make it fair? Yeah, to make it <laughs> make it where you could have a chance of beating it out. But starting with four loyalty and bumping up to five to six is makes it ridiculous. But it's too out of range. We don't want to go on that. That's that's been a topic of many, many. Many, many, many posts. Yeah, so like, let's, let's talk about the actually the good memories that we had with this eternal weekend. Rainbows. Yeah, let's turn it into a positive. I mean, we all hopped into his oh, Discord great. server. <clears throat> we managed to just all hang out, like actually have a kind of a weekend of hanging out with each other. Yeah, I agree. The best thing about going to the GPs in person between it's rounds, the gathering. But between rounds, we go talk to each other, hang out, how to do. We have kind of like, it was good, we got it, I got it. You don't have a lot of that online normally. But if you're just sitting there in Discord or, or TeamSpeak or whatever you use, yeah. and you just hang out with people and just talk shit and just, just drink. Yeah, yeah. whatever you use. Um, <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta ask, what the fuck is TeamSpeak from? Yo, TeamSpeak is legit as fuck. I mean, you're at least not on TeamSpeak. I think said TeamSpeak. Willie's been Trillo. Well, he's Ventrilo. I don't know what that is. Ventrilo. <laughs> we got Ventrilo. We got Team Speak. What you said? You know, I think you said Teen. I'm like, bro, I'm 30, dude. Let's get the. You know, I'm sitting on name. If you want, just message me on. I got, I got line. If you want to talk a line, I'll sell you some. Some. All right. So the fact that I just said Teen. So anyways, made up all those letters. I want to bring it back to Eternal Weekend. Okay. Bring back. <laughs> Tony, I've never done Trouble Weekend with you, so you can fuck off. We didn't Trouble Weekend last year. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't there. Yes, you... Oh, 
<laughs> Look at you doing you, you, you wish I was there. Oh. <laughs> no, but I've been sitting in the turtle wings David and Tony and like great time. Oh, Sydney, Sydney, Sydney. I know you missed it. I know you missed a year. Yeah, I missed like two years. Um, but Sydney making fucking top twenty four or whatever. Uh, hanging out with David. I re- yeah. I heard David running up to me like. I'm five and oh, and like, just like, dude, fuck yeah, like, that was like a good fuck weekend. yeah, yeah, but like, fuck. and he's wearing his like neon fucking t-shirt, it's crazy, if you're tripping, this will give you a fucking seizure the, or something, the, the, the cool, the cool part about Eternal Weekend is like, you show up day one with your legacy deck, and then if you don't make it, you show up day two with your vintage deck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And, like, it was so fun. Like, it was, like, all the Eternal players, like, we don't stand it. We don't modern. It's just, like, the diehard vintage legacy players showing up, trying to do their best. And, like, that was, uh, it was amazing. It so, was. Yeah, we got, like, maybe 20% of that with it being an online format and us able to all jump on Discord able to like play our games chat with each other having some other players like watch our games and just be it's like able just streaming to... on twitch it was great yeah but it was more of the gathering and like knowing that your boys uh, scouts. <laughs> well it, it, having your az local boys like raw raw for you cheer for you and like provide the support and that's what like when we're able to do that in paper tournament having guys like oh my god i'm five and oh great let's let's wait for the next round have a couple of drinks, look, eat some food, like discuss our, our bad plays or our, our yeah. luck sack wins, our, our top deck wins. Uh, so I really hope that Wizards does this again. Hopefully, like oh, this becomes fuck? yeah, Definitely. yeah. Having these god accounts, having these tournaments be twenty bucks where we all can like. I mean, it, they had it proved to be profitable here. What was it three tournaments to dead formats they don't support anymore? Yeah, yeah. Uh, basically maxing out. Vintage and Legacy had a tournament that maxed out. Yeah. Lefty, and two other ones did very well as well. Uh, they had to show them that, yes, people are interested in this format. I, I do not blame the reserve list for it being the reason no, people play paper. No, not. But, I, uh, yes, cost is a factor. But in, in any case, people are interested in the format. People will play the format. Yeah. And people want to play Magic. Yeah. Legacy is a booming format. Booming. It's fucking exciting. So, uh... Uh, as we move on, like, how do you guys feel about the meta now? And like, so we'll go around the room. Uh, Tony, we'll start with you since you're our guest. Like, if you think a card should be banned, what card should be banned and why? One card. Oh, uh, sorry, I'm gonna say two cards. I'm gonna say two cards. It might be fine after we get rid of one card, which would be Oko. Uh, I say two cards because I think Dreadboard Arcanist is a card we should look at. Uh, Dreadport Arcanist is a it is a boltable card so it may be fine because it's boltable but um, Oko is definitely not boltable boltable uh, there's no Doomblade per se like if you, if you think about magic and it's growing it was does it pass a Doomblade check? yes it passed Doomblade check does it pass both check? no it's not good. It's not as good as cards if it passed Doomblade check and now it's, does it pass the Oko check? and a lot of cards don't pass the Oko check Mm-hmm. And it, that's just my opinion. Yeah, rough. I like jumping on what you're saying. I, I do think that Uro is a menace. The fact that uh, Uro yeah, is trash. Yeah, for three mana, you can draw draw a card, draw three, or gain three life, and then play another land. 
And then the fact that you can repeat that the next turn, the fact that you can cast it the next turn with that land drop and still have like counter spell magic because it replaces itself makes it very difficult to play around. When the control matters. I mean, it, it, if I cast turn three, explore game through life, and my opponent gristle brands or show and tells Emmercool omniscience and wins the game. No, but my three life. And the fact that like it's it's, 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 a, it's a, a blue card to pitch the force. You're able to draw a force, or you're able to play a fetch land to draw, to play a brainstorm to draw a force. Like it, it, it the fact that it's blue Shut up, lends itself to like uh, more like into those decks where you're able to have force backup or spell pierce, whatever you want to stop combo decks that maybe like all right, I don't care if you play a six six that dies immediately and draws a, draws a card and you gain through life. The fact that like you you're up a land, you gain three life, you're up, and then you replace itself. If it didn't draw a card, oh. <laughs> sorry, I'm, sorry. I'm, sorry. I'm the top of the show. Yes, yeah. I, 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 that's I, how he feels about the format right now. I think like hiccups at this format. Uro and Oko being both in was it Demir? Was it, no, what's the uh, blue Simic? Simic, uh, like makes it overpowered. Uh, and then the fact that Astrolabe is in the current meta. Okay, I, I apologize. I, I forgot to bring. I forgot about Astrolabe. Yeah, I want Astrolabe to be banned for two reasons. I like. I'm on. The, I'm on pro Astrolabe and anti Astrolabe at the same time. Uh, it does open up the format and make it cheaper for people who want to play the format because when you have perfect mana, you want to play it. Yeah, yeah. but don't make the Astrolabe makes perfect shit. mana. We do have Utopia Sprawl, so if you really want to play, you can play Utopia Sprawl yeah. and draw a card again. In mana. But, in any case, uh, the reason why the card, I don't like it, is only because I have some sexy uh, king, Three Kingdoms, White Borderlands, mm. that just get, are growing dust right now. I have some foil too, they're just growing dust. And because they're not as good as Snow Covered, and there's, just, there's no, no reason not to play Snow Covered. It's, it's, a, just, it's a sad day. For me, it's the fact that every, like, if you don't want to play Astrolabe, you still have to play Snow Covered Lands. To get that edge, to trick your opponent that Think you might you be up. Yeah, it is ridiculous that like you can't play. Agree. Yeah, basic mountain basics. Uh, I don't think it's broken, but I agree. I just, I just think it's ridiculous that like now everybody has to switch over to snow co- uh, snow covered lands just to like edge out that one thing. Oh, maybe I can trick my opponent into thinking that I'm playing snowco. Yeah. <gasps> it is. It's so dumb. Uh, I think it's like completely. If it was non-snow, do you think it'd be as good or broken? What do you think would be fair in the format if it was just not snow permanent? Uh, Let's just say it's a one-man artifact that filtered mana that drew your card. No, not draw a card. No, then draw a card. Draw yeah, yeah, let's get a draw a card. Whatever, yeah. it draws a card. It's a filter. It's all this is the filter mana. It doesn't no, you. I mean, what? One mana filter mana. One draw a card. Whatever. Is it too good? There's no, there's no secrets anymore. No, if it, there's if no it was, secrets gained by the format. They, they, you have to have the snow cover to, to restrict it a little bit because like it's just too. Good. It's too good in the middle. It's gonna everybody. It's gonna. So maybe what you do is you make it to where you need snow cover to tap it. That's what it does, isn't it? No, no, no. no, 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 no you can put it in a regular main. Snow area. cover to cast and you have to use. <laughs> oh, what? I, did, I, got, I thought it was snow yeah. cover to use. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I was like uh, caught off guard with that. Like, no, I, I, don't, I don't. So you can play it with your basic and then cycle your dual land into whatever color in you want. Into snow mana. I just think, I, no. Which, yeah, if you restricted that you can only put snow mana into it, it would maybe, maybe create a couple... 
But also, like, the card the card is like just not good. You know, I, I think like if it was two to cast, one to tap, I'd be fine with it. Or okay, yeah. hold on. How about this? Yeah. How about how, uh, how about this? Like I two thought about a two to cast. No, really no, good. no, yeah. but what if you use one to no, cast and you scry, you scry one instead of draw a card? So I, draw I mean, a card I'm is trash, so good. But that's the thing is that we're trying to balance it. So yeah, Utopia is brought. Force you to play green. No, so but the thing is like you're it's trying. The same card. It's no. literally the same card. I, I, but you're not playing green. You're playing any color. Same card. No, I know. But I, I'm fine with scry one. The draw one is too much. If so it was if like it were colorless, it co- can't draw. Even if it was like colorless scry. to scry, colorless to tap, create any mana scry. I'm fine with that. It fixes your mana immediately. Yeah, yeah I'm fine with that because then like you fix your mana if you want to play basic. That's fine. <gasps> I and think you scry. You don't draw a card. You scry. The, the the fact that you draw a card and replace itself is 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 too much. The draw is pretty OP. Yeah, I'm the, not gonna lie. The, the draw is too much. If it was like, if it was a scry, completely fine. It uh, almost gets into a similar. I just want to play my snow. I just want to play regular lands again. Can I can I alter my sleeve on any land to just write snow on it and it's a snow card? Let me ask you this: Would you play it if it I'll was? Play my, I'm gonna play my my, my one colorless. Scry, and no, no matter play, no matter play, no matter play for Scry. Okay. So it's the drawing the card that's a big deal. Drawing, yeah, drawing cards. So that's again, that's the one thing that's backbreaking. <laughs> you have to have a trade off. If you want perfect mana, you shouldn't be able to just draw a card for one mana. So I, I, I think that's where I'm at. I think like Oko banned, Uro banned. No, Uro's fine. If Oko's gone, Uro's garbage. Yeah, Uro wouldn't be that bad because he is. He's he's basically a worse strategy than Jason Mind Sculptor. It's a threat versus a control mirror. Yeah, but I think yeah. it's it's the fact that you have Astrolabe that draws a card, like you said, is the the, the topi. If you're able to fix it where it's described, then you said nobody would play it. Ah, uh, somebody sure. would try to make it work, but again, like. So Astrolabe is insane because like you play like. I think we have the card that if you don't scry or draw, I think <laughs> the card exists already. Just a one mana card that you cast that filters mana. I'm pretty well, sure. Like, it so like the, the, the problem is that, like with like Astrolabe, is like you play planes, prismatic Astrolabe, prism. draw a card, and that planes turns into any fucking basic land ever. Like yeah. that's the problem. But that is the. And if I abrupt the draw card, if I abrupt, yeah. if I abrupt the draw card, you got your mana back. Uh, draw the card sucks, but also like. If I have to like deal with like Astrolabe, like how sa- satisfying has it ever been to abrupt decay in Astrolabe? Nothing. Never. Even never. Even never. Even never. Yeah. You know, it's more satisfying. Carning Astrolabe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you have to like play Karn in a deck. Like I'm talking about like side. When, when do you not want to play Karn? I'm sorry. Ask that question. Yeah. Karn, you want to play in every deck? <laughs> no, but like Astrolabe is a card where like it gains in. Immediate advantage because, like, the second you cast it, you draw a card and you fix mana, yeah, I got and then your, your mana is perfect. So, like, yeah. if I had to waste an abrupt decay on it or a spell that counters it, it sucks. It's so, bad. It's so, bad EV. So, we are in the, <laughs> the green blues of the format. Let's say they ban Astrolabe. What is stopping any person from just changing the Astrolabe to Utopia? The uh, same reason well, that deck did not draw the card beforehand. <laughs> yeah, the same, yeah, the same reason that the race before this. Why? Because it sucks. <laughs> yeah. You need to draw the card to replenish it, the card. That card draws you for that, right? But yeah, yeah we have green. green. 
Green. The card, the cards that everybody's playing are already green. They're green blue. But he yeah, but a, you don't need the green to like turn three. Yeah, and, and like so, why are you rushing? He, he, uh, because yeah. you want to ponder preordain turn one or two. And he just said like play a plane. It's not turn one because you're playing Ashley. Play, oh. play a snow You ain't playing Ashley. <laughs> if you're not playing a turn one Ashley, you're not usually playing Ashley. Turn one Ashley is like almost always. Yeah, no I've, I've seen play people play like. Cast Astro Blade, draw, cast Astro Blade, draw. It forces no, like the deck to be blades. more green than it should be. Yeah. Because you can cast the Astro Blade off of planes and then get your blue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It forces the green too much. It forces you to be more green. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't like green. Is that what I'm hearing? You don't no. like green? I've Are never you hating green. green right now? <laughs> Anyways, you, uh, you, so play, you play the Veil Summer. So Speaking anyways, of green. <laughs> Speaking of green, uh, maybe like. Australia, green fail of summer, but no, like honestly, wizards have more events like this to get in yes. the future. Like, we love this. My, I, I would say the they should do based on format. Have a monthly tournament. Choose the format: legacy, modern, standard, whatever. Choose a format, and then you pay for it. Everything in that format yeah, opens but, up. I mean, yeah, here's the, once a month, do it. Here's the deal: the showing of Eternal Weekend tells you. Wizards that people, people want to play play Legacy. They want to play Legacy online. Like obviously, we can't play it in paper, but like Legacy is a lot alive and thriving format. So Wizards do this shit again. Mm-hmm. I suggest a monthly Legacy tournament, if not weekly, and give us weekly free passes. Oh, I'd be happy picture. with once every half year. $100. Even once a month, though, like I would, yeah, be, I would be down. Sure. So, anyways, like I think we're gonna wrap it up with like, Two, what, like we we gotta mention our boy Tony Murata, who's our no, that, yeah. oh, that's where I'm going. Like Tony Murata, our boy, the green player, the twelve post player, twelve post, twelve post Tony. So he went into he went into in Eternal Weekend, just missing top eight. Couldn't be here today. Couldn't be here today because he was playing in the Legacy Challenge and he finished in the finals against Eldrazi Post. Uh, Eldrazi Post. Mm-hmm. Had he had like another minute mm-hmm. or so, he would have won the match. But like, yeah, Tony Murata, like he's like MVP of Arizona. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I have like hiccups. It's terrible. I feel bad. But uh, yeah, Tony Murata secretly made fun of him. Tony Murata. Fucking crushed it. <gasps> Eternal Weekend 8 and 2 finish, and then finish in the finals of the uh, most recent challenge. So, congrats to t- Tony <laughs> and your finish, man. Yeah, what and you, what do you guys got? And before we like sign off, uh, we have in the works streaming matchups that we're going to try to. David has graciously oh, yeah. offered to set up our streaming gear. We play a round or two before doing this cast, so might as well stream the rounds. Get some viewers in on some paper. Mm-hmm. Remember you what that's keep like. Paper magic Live. You gotta keep it going. Yeah. Yeah. Well, especially here where we're able to have masks and uh, face shields and, and do all the protective equipment for COVID. Of course. We're able to, like, play in paper and uh, we have a way to cut the deck where we don't have to touch to those decks and you can see in paper play hopefully we'll be able to set up in the next couple weeks and you'll be able to catch us on Twitch 
I'm going to commentate this. <gasps> let you guys play. Just talk shit. And then afterwards, <laughs> we'll do a, a podcast that you'll be able Look to listen to. Look at that display. Look at that display. And the next couple of turns. So this is uh, Sydney and... Espy. David. And Tony. Thanks for joining us. Catch you guys in about two weeks. Have a good one. Thank you guys. Bye.